The following program contains elements of programming that are previously recorded and may appear as live. Welcome to Hope Reigns, a show brought to you by 8 Days of Hope, where we share God-sized stories from the mission field all around the country. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Tiber and Mike Fiella. Well, welcome back to another week of Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight in the Bible, the number means new beginnings. And for the last 18 years, Eight Days of Hope has traveled the country. We started after Hurricane Katrina when 684 volunteers met each other for the first time and in eight days rebuilt 84 homes in Bay St. Louis in Waveland, Mississippi. Uh, traveling back home. Um, my name is Steve Tiber, by the way, uh, with some other leaders to start praying, God, should we do something more than just these eight days? Hence, a national ministry is born. And today I'm excited to introduce you to Mike Fiella. Mike, one of our volunteer leaders for over a decade, Mike, now 9,000 families have had mm. their homes rebuilt in 82 different outreaches from Texas to Hawaii Amazing. to New York to Illinois and everywhere in between. And today, mm. our goal is to share some God-sized stories from the mission field. 18 rebuilds. Yes. Yeah, and then I'm looking at some notes here. 29 when it comes to um, rapid response. Okay. And I'm, I'm scanning down here. Oh my! Look at look at these numbers. Safe houses all around the country. Eleven women and children been rescued from trafficking. Uh, building large facilities for those who have no place to go to give them the healing they need. Sure. And Mike, our mass feeding unit launches this yes. year as well. So natural disasters uh, has been the the start behind Eight Days of Hope. But now this ministry, Mike, has two hundred and eight volunteer leaders who travel the country mm-hmm. on a moment's notice. We just left Selma, Alabama, the tornadoes down there, Mike. Uh-huh. And we shared these numbers last week. Volunteers served 162 families mm. in, in like two weeks. It's it's mind, mind-boggling, I guess you'd <laughs> say. I can't even get it out of my mouth. <laughs> Amazing. And today we're going to be talking to one of our newest missionaries. Her name is Lacey Ames. She lives in Texas. And Mike, after the opening segment today, we'll bring her on. But Mike, so much going on with the ministry. You know, last week we talked to Harold Dawson and Dan Fuller. Right. And we talked about the missionary program, but we talked about the safe house that we'll be building starting in April. It'll be the largest facility for children rescue yeah. in Ohio. Right. Right. The largest facility in the Northeast. And that project is a six million dollar project. Yeah. Being built for free. <laughs> for free. For free. Yeah. Now we've got to buy the materials. I get it. So we've got to raise some of those dollars. But um it's amazing what God is doing. You know Right now, this is the perfect time for the church to get off the sidelines. It's been a crazy two and a half, three years, but church, the Bible says, go, serve, love, serve, go be the hands and feet of Jesus, and people can do that with eight days of hope. And what's so exciting about this, you could come out as a volunteer uh, to be part of it. Of course, you have to go through the background check for the safe houses and and be a skilled uh, worker, but, uh, you know, contractors, companies. Are, are donating their time, their materials. I mean, that is an exciting, exciting thought and, and event that's happening. Right. So In all the safe houses, you do need to be a skilled volunteer, but everything else we do, Mike, everything else we do, people like you and I, less skilled can show up. So the feeding arm, can you can you make a sandwich? Absolutely. 8,000 meals at one time. That arm launches here in the second quarter this year. Our rapid response arm, Mike, mm-hmm. you know, with Hurricane Ian in Florida, we were in Sarasota for three weeks, 
Fort Myers for two weeks. And for those five weeks, thousands of volunteers came and served with us. And then the rebuild trip, we just wrapped up in December, Mike. Families were bringing their three-year-old kids to come serve. I love that. That's exciting. Yeah, I I watched some of those three-year-olds, or older, you know, there was uh, six, seven years old. They were cleaning after breakfast and after dinner. Wiping down the table. Oh, it was just sleeping. uh, Just touched your heart watching a family. And and no better way than bring your kids, bring your grandkids, and let them see you serve. And then, of course, you'll be blessed watching them serve and they will it'll make an impact for the rest of their lives our partners and we have about 20 of them they cover our fixed costs when you donate to eight days of hope and you can do that on online at eightdayshope.com or you can mail a check our mailing address is on our website or our facebook page those dollars are 100 percent pass through so when you gave to help us in selma that money didn't go to a salary or a shiny truck right well it, it helped us to help the families in need, Mike. Right. And 162 families were helped in Selma. 9,000 families now have been served by 8 Days of Hope the last 18 years. And I believe, Mike, the best is yet to come. Oh, yeah. And again, I hate to sound so redundant, but i got to say this. As much as the work is being done and the dollars are coming in for it, uh, lives are being changed. It's like uh, a revival. People are getting saved baptized uh and they're joining this family called eight days of hope that they can go anywhere in the country and know that there's somebody who's going to love on them and that they have a a connection with you know we're working on our uh next rebuild trip we are hoping mike to announce something here in the next month or two maybe sooner just seeing how god kind of connects the dots but Mike, the need right now in Florida after Hurricane Ian is is tremendous. I imagine. Yeah. And I sat on a call the other day. Uh, a friend of mine who was on a VoEd call said there's 165,000 homes that need some type of repair. 165,000. Oh my! So now remember, after Hurricane Harvey, 330,000 homes flooded. 300,000 did not live where there was flood insurance available because they didn't live in a flood zone. They had nowhere to turn. Eight Days Hope was there for multiple weeks, and we had three rebuild trips there. What makes this area, uh, that number so high, Mike, is the population in Houston. It's the fourth largest city in America. Right. You know, this happened in Sarasota, Fort Myers. Uh, you don't have, you know, it's not, not the fourth largest city. Right. So the amount of homes that were damaged, some lost roofs, some were destroyed, some had flooding, some had their windows blown out. The need is real. And I am praying, Mike, that God opens up the door for us to go to Florida. And so uh, people out there pray that God connects the dots because we would love to go down to Florida sometime in May, June and help out families in need. We'll, we'll see what God does. Keep praying. I'll be praying for the same. He's got it, this. He's got it. Oh, absolutely. He, he always places us where we need to be, when we need to be sure. there, and sure. provides. So last week, Valentine's Day. Now, you and I talked about this last week. Hopefully, you uh, <laughs> you did remember the big day. I did. Good. Yeah, I did. So did I. Yeah. Yep. It's it's fun to kind of have. I know you and I, you've been married, what, 45 years now? Yeah. Yes, 45. And I'm 39 in November, so we're uh, we're veterans. Oh, <laughs> we're my, veterans. My. And, and I told people last week, now don't let your wife convince you she doesn't want something. Right. Absolutely. They, and, 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 and women out there, um, your men, you know, they'd like a little happy too. And and so you probably, that's what we call it down south. They'd like a little happy, did yeah, you Yeah. So, so, so when you give gifts down south, they're called happies. Oh, okay. You didn't know that, did you? No, this is, so I moved to Tupelo, Mississippi from Buffalo, New York in 1999. <laughs> and I'll never forget, like the first three days, people were knocking at my door. 
And I'm like, I don't know you. I'd open my door like three inches. Like, can I help you? You're like, hi, my name's Tammy. We brought a happy for you. And I'm like, what's a happy? It was food or it was drinks or it was, you know, a little. Yeah, that's what they called it. I cannot go home and say to my wife, honey, can I have a happy? (laughs) Okay. She won't know what I'm talking about. Next time, I'll tell you what. Our our guest today is Lacey Ames. She lives down south. I'm going to ask her what a happy is. Okay. Because you probably think I'm going crazy. I've never heard right. this before. I All love right. it. Love it, love it, love it. Well, people down in Tennessee and Mississippi, they know what I'm talking about. So um, people up north, they're like, what the heck? Happy what? Happy birthday? No, anyways. Love but it. anyways, hey, we hope that you had a great Valentine's Day this past week. Uh, thank you so much for praying for the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope. We have this major big project coming up starting in April. We're looking for skilled volunteers. It's called Safe Harbor please email us at safehouse at atheishope.com. You do need to be skilled. Mike, our mass feeding unit, it's right around the corner. Yeah. Think about that, Mike. Equipment's going to show up in cities where there's been a disaster, where power has been out, or it's going to be out for a couple days, kind of like Hurricane Ida, where there was no power in Laplace, Louisiana, for 25 days, 27 days. Right. This unit's going to pull up. It can make 8,000 meals yeah. per session. Mm, and so we're going to park it at a local church, but we're looking for people that like to work in the kitchen. So maybe you owned a restaurant. Maybe you're a chef. Maybe you're just that grandma or grandpa that loves to you know, put things together and, and mm-hmm. you love you know, putting dishes together. We'll train you. You, come, you can travel with us. It's free. We provide food and lodging. But you can make food and, and, and do amazing ministry, and we're looking for people to join that arm as well. What a completion of, of a circle. I mean, think about it. We, a laundry trailer and a feeding trailer. Yeah. What else do we need when it comes to a disaster? We don't like the disasters, but here's how we can help. We can, you know, we can feed you, clean your clothes, and fix your house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right, though. So many times we take our laundry trailer, so we do have a couple laundry trailers that we pull into an area where there's, there's been a flood. Mm-hmm. So maybe you've never experienced the flood, but when you've experienced a flood, everything wet has got to be taken out of the house. You have to dry out your house and spray right. for mold. Well, you can save your clothes, but the problem is all the laundromats in the area, they flooded as well. Mm-hmm. And now you have nowhere to turn, and what do you do? And so, Mike, we literally can pull this laundry trailer into a subdivision. Okay. And do people's laundry for sure. them as an act of kindness, as an act of love. Sure. We've seen people meet Jesus in mm. the middle of our laundry trailers. Absolutely. Story after story. I mean, a father and a son came to know Jesus in Iowa in our laundry trailer. We were in Lake Charles, and a couple came to know Jesus in our laundry trailer, mm. in God's laundry trailer. I sure. love how God uses that equipment to do and share hope to those well, and- and think like, about it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, feel like they're hopeless. Yeah, and it's the vol- it comes to my mind the volunteers that are there. They're ha- they're happy. They're smiling. They're 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 cleaning your clothes, but they're loving on yeah. you and sharing Jesus and praying for you. That's great. So if you're good with a hammer, you're a contractor, you're skilled, you're a handy woman. Come join us. If you're not skilled and you're like Mike and I, you're less skilled, but you can pull tree limbs and gut out homes that yep. flooded and set up dehumidifiers and fans. You're invited. If you know how to do laundry, which is probably 99% of our listening audience, do you know how to do laundry, Mike? I can fold clothes. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, don't, you don't put the whites and reds together, right? You don't do that. No, and I don't put the, the detergent in there because it always seems to bubble <laughs> over for some reason. Okay. I don't, can't figure it out. So if you can do laundry, if you, if, you, if you know how to make a sandwich... I mean, can you stir potatoes? Can you peel potatoes? Can you, can you, uh, sure. you know, can you steam vegetables? Come join us. 
go to our website, 8daysofhope.com, sign up for our email alerts, and whenever we go anywhere, we will invite you to come. It's free, and we provide the food and lodging, and we want you to be a part of that 8 Days of Hope family. And you'll get a great-looking T-shirt, two of them, right? Yeah, you've got a bunch. Of, you're wearing some swag today. Hey. You've got this nice-looking blue sweatshirt that says Love and Serve. Yeah. And on the back, it's got the logo. Did you see what I'm wearing today? Ooh, Safe Harbor. A Safe Harbor sweatshirt. Nice. That's going to be the largest facility in the Northeast being built in Ohio. We're looking for skilled people. But Exciting. Yeah, they gave this to me. Did they really? That was nice. They didn't give you one? No. you gotta, <laughs> okay. you got to mention my name okay. when you go to these places. <laughs> I know a couple people. Let me see if I can hook you up. Like, Sounds good. Uh, hey, when we come back, we're going to be talking to Lacey Ames. She's from Texas. She is... Um, she, she teaches, actually, I think she's substitute teaching now because she's a missionary with Eight Days of Hope. She travels on a moment's notice, and she has been to Lake Charles, Louisiana. She's been to Buffalo, New York. She's been to Selma, Alabama. She's been all over the country loving and serving people in need. You're going to get a chance to hear more about her story when we come back in just a moment. Hey, thanks for joining us. My name is Steve. Hang out with Mike. When we come back, Lacey Ames here on Hope Reigns a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Eight Days of Hope exists to love and serve those in need. Over the last 17 years, almost 50,000 volunteers from across the United States have come together to help repair the homes of over 8,300 families affected by hurricanes, floods, tornadoes, and more. God has also given us the chance to build and renovate facilities to bring hope and healing to survivors of human trafficking. Since 2019, our team has been able to provide multiple safe places for women and children to rest their heads at night. We are very excited about our newest arm, Mass Feeding. After a natural disaster strikes an area, our Mass Feeding ministry will be able to provide warm, fresh meals to those who have faced loss and are in need. Our goal is to provide up to 8,000 meals through a local church to provide nourishment to a community. If you are interested in volunteering with us, everything is free. We provide food and lodging, All you have to do is say yes and come and be the hands and feet of Jesus. For more information about this growing ministry, please visit 8daysofhope.com. That's 8daysofhope.com. 8 Days of Hope is thankful for ministry partners like Provia, a manufacturer of residential exterior building products. Provia's mission is to serve by caring for details, and each employee strives to do that every day. Provia combines automation and human craftsmanship in creating their doors, windows, siding, stone, and metal roofing. More about Provia's mission and products can be found at provia.com. That's P-R-O-V-I-A dot com. Oh, my words fall short. I got nothing new. How could I express all my gratitude? I could sing these songs as I often do. But every song must end And you never do So I throw up my hands And praise you again and again Cause all that I have is a hallelujah Singing hallelujah 
Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. So thankful that you're joining us this Saturday. I want to thank some of our national partners, like the Chapel, a church in upstate New York. I want to thank Pastor Jerry Gillis and the team for being one of our national partners. They, along with 19 others, like uh, our friends down at Covenant Church, uh, over in Dallas, Texas, or Grace Church in Houston, or Destiny Worship Center down in Florida. They cover our fixed costs, and when you donate to the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope, your dollars are 100% passed through. And Mike, Mike Fiala, co-host, I'm Steve Tiber. Mike, we just left Sal- Selma, Alabama, yes. and o- almost $500,000 of work was done for free. 162 62. families yeah. served. Our partners help us make that mm. happen. I tell you what, they're amazing. All of their local Logos are on our website. Scroll down, click on their logo. You can go to their website. Like Provia, they make building materials. They're based yes. in Ohio. We love them like all of our partners, but they're amazing. How how does that happen, Steve, that 162 families, well, $427,000 worth of work gets done in that short period in of time? In 16 days. 16 days, right. I mean, that's only God. The volunteers, they work so hard. But I love that God has allowed us to bring bobcats and bucket trucks yes. and laundry trailers and feeding trailers. And uh, the volunteers, Mike, they did an amazing job. You, you know the volunteers of Eight Days of Hope. Yeah. And Mike, speak to that. Before we bring Lacey up, speak to a person who's never been on a missions trip, even if it's not with Eight Days of Hope. And you were a pastor for decades. Mm. Why is it so important for the listener out there who's never been on a missions trip to consider a ministry to go on a missions trip? Whether you realize it or not, there's a void in every heart that can only be filled. And I I believe when God created us, he allowed that to be put into us that it cannot be filled, fulfilled until we volunteer, until we give of our time, until we give of our uh, talents. Mm. And that's why God has given us those. And when you come out to volunteer, there's something that you, your attitude is, I'm going to come out and serve. Great. That's, that's Come out and serve, but you're going to get something that God's going to give you as you serve. Uh, you're going to be part of a family. But I say, you know, there's just nothing, you can't fill that little hole there until you come out and volunteer. Does it make any sense? Absolutely. Find a ministry, and it doesn't have to be 8 Days of Hope. Now, we would welcome you to come travel with 8 Days of Hope. Just sign up for our email alerts at 8dayshope.com. But find a ministry. Maybe you can travel. You know, We're based in Tupelo, Mississippi. We have a satellite in Buffalo, New York, and Cedar Rapids, Iowa. If you leave, live in that region, come serve with us there. But find a ministry that you can believe in and that you trust, and just join up and watch what God does. I'm telling you, You'll be changed forever because mm-hmm. when you serve people, something happens, Mike. Sure. It's amazing. It's only God. And and you never want to get to the point as you get older, like Steve and I are are, are doing, <laughs> yeah. that you want you never want to sit in your chair or, or at home and say, "I wish I would." Oh, sure. And uh, you know, come out and do that now because you'll you'll be very content with inside. Well, a person who hasn't said, well, maybe I could do that or should do that, she's done something some people might say is a little radical, right? Where you have a job and all of a sudden you say, you know what? Uh, Because I've done some mission work, I see God opening up doors and I want to do this full time. And so today, Mike, I'm so excited to have Lacey Ames with us uh, from the beautiful state of Texas. Um, Good morning, Lacey. How are you? Good morning. I'm doing good. I hear your smile through your voice. Whenever I see you, you're always smiling. That's good. I try. <laughs> you try. You try. <laughs> it's all right. not all the time. All right, Lacey, tell the world a little bit about yourself, where you're born and raised, and then somehow segment, when was the first time you heard of Eight Days of Hope, and where have you served with the ministry of Eight Days of Hope? So you've got the mic. Run with it, girl. 
All right. Um, I was born and raised in Longview, Texas. Um, I've been here most of my life. Um, I lived in Minnesota and Florida in the Czech Republic um, for a few years, but mostly Texas. Um, we're diehards. If you know Texans, we're very proud of our state, so we tend to stay here. Um, but yeah, the, I cannot remember the first time that I heard about eight days. My dad's been serving with y'all for years. Um, so I've been hearing a lot about it for um, a long time. But I was a teacher, so I wasn't able to, um, I think I told you before, y'all didn't run with my schedule. Um, so I wasn't able to um, just stop and serve any time. Um, so, yeah, that's, um, I, I, I love missions. I, I loved going on mission trips um, when I was younger, but um, until now, I wasn't really able to do that um, until eight days. So, yeah, I guess my dad is who, who started it. So you can blame him, but um, he loves y'all. He's all about eight days. Um, mm. He's a tree guy now. So He's a tree guy now. Well, we love, yeah. we love Tom, and, and we're thankful that Tom introduced the ministry to his daughter, Lacey. Where was your first trip? Did I miss that? Oh, sorry. Um, no, it was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, doing a safe house build. Mm. Oh, with the Tim Tebow Foundation. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Now, now, Lacey, do you go on these trips with your dad or uh, on your own? I do. I do. Uh, I've, I've done all of my trips with my dad. My mom goes as well. Oh, okay. Sometimes. Not to all of them, but most of them. Mm-hmm. So your skill set, we know that you're a teacher. Um, and I, well, I know this for a fact. I, I, I can ask the question, act like I don't know. But you're now, I guess, <laughs> open to doing substitute teaching because you are now becoming a full-time missionary with Eight Days of Hope. So before we get there, what is your skill sets? Tell us, when God created you, what kind of gifts did, I, did he give you? What, what, what do you bring to the table when you, when you serve with Eight Days of Hope? Um, I got, I'm pretty sure this is from my dad, but um, I love working with my hands. So um, I grew up kind of working in his shop a lot. Um, I'm pretty artistic, so I like painting and stuff like that. Um, and that kind of blends in with eight days. We do everything's working with your hands, so it's perfect. Um, um, like I said, I grew up in a shop, so um, we did a lot of paint prep and stuff like that. So that's a lot of what I do at um, safe houses. I do a lot of their painting and uh, masking and taping, and um, usually Dad's in charge of that group. And that, so I have learned my whole life to do what he says. So that works well <laughs> in that <laughs> follow his lead. Um, uh, and then I was on a framing team randomly. Uh, <laughs> of, course, of course you were. Of course you were. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, I can cut wood. So I, I cut all their wood for, for their framing team. And um, really whatever, whatever they need, I, um, I, I'm a teacher, um, but also a lot of teachers are, are always learners, so I love to learn to do new things, um, and I have learned a ton of things with eight days. Um, I grew up raking yards because I um, there's pine trees everywhere here, so that's a ton of what we do also. Um, I just got back from Selma, um, and we raked a lot of yards because there was a ton of trees um, and damage there, so yeah, I'm great with a rake. 
So, again, sometimes we complicate things, right, Mike? I mean, right. you know, we feel like we've got to have this kind of skill set to go and serve. But, Lacey, you were in Selma, Alabama. 162 families were served by Eight Days of Hope. It was our 81st or 82nd deployment since we started 18 years ago. And the simplicity that sometimes we'll try to convince ourselves of raking the yard can go a long way because you have people who don't have the physical capabilities of of just managing their residence normally, let alone when you have a tornado that comes through and wreaks havoc to a town. So is is there somebody you remember that you served in Selma? I know you probably served many families, but is there a person you served or a family you served that maybe has a special place in your heart? Yeah, I was actually just talking to a friend uh, yesterday. She served with me, and we were talking about um, a man named John that we met. So um, he is a retired judge, and he struggles with dementia. And they had a four-acre lot, and they had a lot of trees that fell. Mm. Um, So him and his wife are are elderly, and um, they're not able, especially with his dementia and stuff, they're not able to, to take care of those trees by themselves. Um, and we were able to go to their house um, and help them out. He was amazing. Um, he, like I said, struggles with dementia. But, man, he was out there going, hauling oh. trees with us and mm. taking them away from the Goodness. girls. It was funny. He's like, I can't, I can't let you carry these and not carry some, too. And uh, <laughs> he, he was quite a character, very much stuck in my mind. And it was was so much fun serving them and uh, just helping them out in little ways that we could. So they, they're the ones that stick in my mind the most. They, they were so much fun and they were so grateful. Um, mm-hmm. And she loaded us with cakes and waters and, and <laughs> eight, 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 eight pounds awesome. of hope, eight pounds eight of hope. hope. Exactly. <laughs> it's not just in our kitchen. It's our families that do oh. that too. So, Lacey, let me let me ask you. That's an awesome story. But uh, let me ask let me ask you the um, there was a loss of life. Nine. Did you yeah, have state. to? Yeah. Did you experience any of the folks and have to deal with some of the the sorrow from that? For for a loss of life. Right. Um, I didn't meet any. Um, I have not met in any of my trips mm-hmm. yet that um, that they've had loss of life. Loss of uh, material things, um, but not life yet. Mm-hmm. Um, we were in Alabama, Mike, a couple of years ago, and there was a lady uh, who had lost her children, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. a, a child and some grandchildren, I think lost five oh, uh, with a tornado, and mm-hmm. of course her house. What I remember about her, I met her, like I, I, got, I got down there, you know, after the trip had already started, and everyone kept saying, Steve, you got to meet this lady. She, she's got so much joy and and i'm just assuming just somebody we're serving and you know they just want to tell us every night that they're really enjoying the volunteers like Lacey. and her story was different that she was still praising god Mm. and you know she saw she saw loved ones pass away and Mm. you know mike when you serve like we've been doing the last 18 years after disasters and again more information about the ministry go to eightdaysofhope.com but when you serve something changes inside of you as well absolutely and I'll never, you know, I can't remember her first name, uh, but I, I, I see her face, I, I, I see her smile, and I remember her heartbeat, and I just, I remember asking myself, Steve, could you praise the Lord if you had just walked through that same storm? Mm. 
And and so when you serve with Eight Days Hope, there are going to be situations similar to that. But to your point, Lacey, you know, this community of Selma, Alabama, over a thousand structures and homes were damaged. And some of these homes that lost trees on their property, a lot of insurance companies will cover the, the, the cost of removing a tree off your house or your car or your driveway. But if the tree falls on your property, most insurance policies don't cover that. And the right. cost of removing those trees, these weren't baby trees, Mike. These no. were big boy Huge. trees. Yeah. You know, and, and the amount of dollars, it isn't just the ministry, but the amount of financial relief you're bringing to families who have nowhere to turn, that are mm-hmm. fighting medical balances, ba- uh, battles, or maybe have lost loved ones, like the lady I mentioned a couple of minutes ago. Lacey, when you leave, I know you're exhausted, but what's going through your mind as you're driving back to Longview, Texas? Um, we, I haven't dealt with loss of life, but I have cried with a lot of family. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's heartbreaking. And, um, I saw a, a house split in half from a tree, like the whole house was split in half. And I just can't imagine, mm. um, my whole house is wood, so it would be squished. Um, and I haven't, I haven't dealt with loss like that, right. but, uh, luckily God has blessed me with that so far. And, um, but like you said, Steve, I can't imagine going through that. Cause, but man, so yeah, it's kind of um, uh, heartbreaking as you go home, um, and you. It, but it's easy to go home and forget because you're not there anymore, mm. um, out of sight, out of mind. And so um, I try and make a list of the families that I've met. Uh, I have pictures, um, and mm. I try and continue to pray for them because it's not done after we leave right. um like you said that there there are so many trees down and it's so expensive to get those removed and we didn't hit all of them so sure. uh, that that community is still hurting and still um repairing themselves af- even after we leave mm. so it's just i need mm. to remember to continue to pray for them after after we're done and knowing you, Lacey, again, we're talking to Lacey Ames. She's a missionary with Eight Days of Hope, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes. Just left Selma, Alabama, serving families after the recent tornadoes. Uh, Lacey, one more question before we take a quick break. So mm-hmm. you, um, you've, you've gone and served. You've, 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 you've met families. These families that we serve, we invite them back to dinner. When you were in Selma, Alabama, serving these families, did any of the families come back at dinner? And if they did, um, is there a story or somebody remember, maybe even at a house you served at, where the volunteers came and they, and they addressed, excuse me, the homeowners came and addressed the volunteers? I didn't have one in Selma that came, but I did in Sarasota. Oh, okay. Um, I had a lady named Joy that came, and she was full of joy. She was amazing. Um, and we got to to do tree work again at her house. Um, and it's so, uh, it's different when they come to where you're at um, because it kind of like, it tells you that you've, um, physically it tells you that you've actually done something that, that they care about because they're taking their time to, to leave and come to where you're at. So, you know, does that make sense? Yeah. They're, um, they're, they're taking part of their day to come and, and say thank you in person and, so that's it's really special for us to have them um, just come in and share a meal with us and 
um, we do worship together. And, and that's something special, too, is to worship alongside those families. Every morning and every night when Eight Days Hope deploys, we start with a short time of worship and devotion. And so, Mikey, you've been a part of hundreds of those mm. on, on many different trips. And when you see the families that come back that we serve at night and have dinner and they sure. share their story and then they hear a brief testimony or, or hear God's word, you know, there's a connection there. Absolutely. I mean, God opened up a door because you're serving them. Lacey was mm-hmm. serving in Selma. When you invite a family to come back for dinner, not that they feel obligated, but you know they're kind of like your new friends. And and we've seen family after family mm-hmm. um, hear and see and feel Jesus and meet Jesus for the first time. And it it, it those nights are so so, so precious. Those are the highlights of the of the whole day. Really, we work hard. You're tired. You come back. You have a great great meal. The the best. Sure. But then you're able to sit down. Eight pounds of hope. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Eight pounds of hope. There you go. But then you're able to sit down and, and see the fruits of your hands, in a sense, right. and listen to their stories. Your heart is just overwhelmed with joy okay. as you're listening to what, how, how they're so appreciative of what God did, and some have come to know the Lord yeah, as a result. Yeah, why we do what we do. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, Lacey, when we come back, we want to talk to you a little bit about your decision to become a missionary of Eight Days of Hope, and we want to give listeners out a chance out there maybe to connect. Maybe you've never supported a missionary ever, ever. I mean, you've never done a child with compassion. You haven't supported anyone from your church. And, and you not that you feel guilty, but you're like, you know what? I'm in a different position today. Well, in a couple of minutes, we're going to share how you can be connected with Lacey and support her mm-hmm. as she goes serves families in need. When we come back in a minute, my name is Steve. Hanging out with Mike. Our guest today is Lacey Ames. Today, you're listening to a broadcast called Hope Reigns, and it's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Hi, this is Steve Tiber with 8 Days of Hope. Did you know that in the United States, there's 27 states without a long-term recovery facility for survivors of human trafficking? Hundreds of thousands of women and children are trafficked every day, and right now at this moment, there's less shelters for them than there are for animals. We can't ignore this any longer. You know, since 2019, 8 Days of Hope has partnered with 12 faith-based organizations to provide a safe place where they can get the emotional, physical, and spiritual help they need. By coming alongside these organizations, we're able to use the skills needed to not only build safe places, but to provide an area where God can heal hearts, minds, and ultimately souls. If you're a professional builder, carpenter, framer, roofer, or an electrician looking to make a kingdom impact by using your skill set, please consider partnering with 8 Days of Hope. You must be 18 years old to volunteer and pass a background check. But for more information, you can email us at safehouse at 8daysofhope.com or visit our website, 8daysofhope.com. I was a blind man wandering until I saw the light. Yeah, I got a story I can't deny. I'm a living, breathing Welcome back to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. That's Cody Carnes, 
singing a song called Ain't Nobody. Now, you know who Cody is married to, don't you, Mike? Mm, fill me in. Carrie Joke. Yeah, yes, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Carrie right. Job and Cody Carnes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, two worship leaders, amazing worship leaders. But mm. anyways, hey, welcome to Hope Reigns, a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. I'm Steve Tiber, a co-host with Mike Fiala. We're two of 280 leaders, majority of them volunteer leaders, who serve a ministry called Eight Days of Hope. If you don't know anything about us and you've never heard about us, well, thank you for joining us. Go to our YouTube channel and watch some of the upload videos and you'll get to see God in action because I tell you what, 9,000 families have seen volunteers show up to their door and have rebuilt them homes for free. Tarp roofs, do chainsaw work, brought them food, did their laundry. All of that you can see on our YouTube channel and our website, 8 Days Hope as well, 8dayshope.com. But today, Mike, we're talking to Lacey Ames. Mm -hmm. She's a volunteer but now a missionary. Um, she's a single lady from Longview, Texas. And the reason I bring that up is so many people think like we have to have everything in order before oh, we can yeah. go serve the Lord. Mm. Everything figured out. I mean, you got to wait till I'm 65 and I'm getting my checks and I'm, I'm retired and my, and my kids are gone and, and I've got someone to cut my lawn. But sometime God speaks and he's calling us to move. We will never, as a human being, have things totally in order. And, and, and we'll be searching and searching for the rest of our lives. And don't let your life spin out of control and get down to the road where you, you say, I wish I would have. You know, come out now and volunteer because there's something special that will happen inside of you as well as you touching other people's lives. And when you go serve people, you might leave exhausted or tired. Um, but you're going to be changed. You will not be the oh, same yes. person. And it doesn't have to be the Ministry of Eight Days of Hope. Again, we, we hope that you come join us. Yes. You can sign up for our email alerts at eightdayshope.com. We go on rebuilding trips where we rebuild hundreds of homes in eight days. We do rapid response trips. Like Lacey had mentioned, we were down in Sarasota and Fort Myers late last year after Hurricane Ian. We're building safe houses for women and children rescued from trafficking. To learn more about that, email us at safehouse at eightdaysofhope.com. But Mike, we have about 18 missionaries, and they travel the country with us pretty much available every day of every week, mm -hmm. all year long. Okay. And Lacey, our guest today, is a, our newest missionary. And so Lacey, welcome back to 8 Days of Hope, Hope Reigns. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. So Lacey, you transitioned from a volunteer who was willing to go to Chattanooga, Tennessee, to help on a, a safe house with the Tim Tebow Foundation in Eight Days of Hope, to go into Lake Charles on a rebuild trip, or going to Selma, Alabama on a rapid response, or sir, wherever wherever the wind has blown you, wherever God has led you. But now you're making another transition. Explain to the listeners a little bit about the missionary program and why you are becoming a missionary with Eight Days of Hope. All right, you guys kind of just laid it out there. You you could tell my story, apparently, um, <laughs> what y'all just said. Um, so when I was 18, I went on a mission trip, um, and at the end, a lot of the times they'll be like, does anybody feel called to go into mission? And I did, but like you said, Mike, I got a lot of kickback um, saying it's not financially stable, wait till you're married. Um, and so I waited. And so I, right now, well, not now, but previously, I was one of those people saying, I wish that I would have just done it. Um, and so I was in Chattanooga, Tennessee, and uh, I had come back. Uh, we left, and then I came back again. Um, and 
one night I just kept hearing for such a time as this playing over and over in my head and um, that's when God called me. He's like, right now, here's your time. I'm giving it back to you. Mm. Um, here's your chance to start. Um, and I've laid it out for you. Here's eight days. Go for it. Um, and so I did. Um, and some people thought it was crazy, but it's it's going good. <laughs> I love it. I feel like I finally found um, my purpose and my passion. That was something that was missing in all the other jobs that I had. So... Um, but yeah, it, uh, it's, it's a little bit more difficult than I thought it was, um, being that like, you really have to have, um, faith that God is going to take care of you in, in everything. Um, because I don't have a paycheck anymore and, um, it, it is, um, scary at times, but man, he has hit me every single time, um, with anything that I need. It's, been miraculous um, how he has provided for me um, since having a job and going into missions. And that really solidifies my choice um, that this is where he has me and this is what he wants me to do. So, um, yeah, that's where, that's where I've been since January. I started January 1st. Um, so, yeah, one of the newest missionaries and that the family that we have at eight days uh, is really what drew me into you cannot go on a trip and not leave feeling like you're leaving. Like we cry when we leave because sure. this is our family that we're leaving and, and it'll be maybe a month or two before we see them again. So, Mike, we hear that almost every single time we mm-hmm. interview a leader, a missionary, sure. a volunteer with Days Hope. We we always hear the word family, mm-hmm. and and so much of our focus should be and is on the families we're serving, but then you become a part of a much bigger family. You know, I, you know, I have a big family. I have five sisters and a brother. But I feel like I have 50,000 other brothers and sisters <laughs> who have served with ADs over around the country, Lacey being one one of them. And, Mike, did you hear what she said? She said, I left the—I don't think you said the word comfort, but I'll say this. She left the security— Yeah. <laughs> well, she left the security of a, of a paycheck, mm-hmm. and she's stepping out in faith. I mean, she doesn't get paid by eight days of hope to travel the country. Sure. She's a full-time— full-blown, 100% missionary that she's hoping that somebody today is listening, saying, you know what, Lacey, I got your back. I can't yes. do it. Maybe I physically can't do it. My job or my kids or, or, or my finance, but I'm willing to sow into the ministry of Lacey Ames. But she took that step of faith, Mike. There's a common thread here. Uh, was it last week with Dan Fuller? Uh, he said something. When you're in the center of God's will, he's going to take care of you. So just get up and get involved. And I'm going to hitchhike on what something Lacey just said. That's when you're really going to find your purpose and your passion in life. Mm-hmm. And God will take care of you. So how can we connect and take care of Lacey? So let's 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 share this because Mike, we've been doing this show, show for four years, and Lacey doesn't know what I'm about to say. Um, so this is going to be brand new to her. Okay. Um, but but we have a donor, um, someone who knows Lacey. They want to stay anonymous, and they said we we hear that you, she's going to be on your show today, and just tell Lacey that we want to make a donation to help her move forward as a full-time missionary. Really? But he said, Steve, what I'd really like to do is I'd like you to throw it out. It's 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 not like a crazy amount. I mean, $50 to me is a crazy amount. That's, thank you, Lord. I'll take $50, right? Sure. But he said, Steve, throw it out as a match. Just throw it out as a match and just, 
he says, I'll, I'll trust Lacey. Lacey will tell you if anything came in, if, if she got one donation or five donations. He said, but I'm willing to match up to $1,000. He goes, that's what I can afford. And so, so today, if you're listening, I love when money doubles. Oh, come on, yeah. <laughs> right, but think about this. You can make a donation today to Lacey Ames. She's a missionary with Eight Days of Hope. She just left Selma, Alabama. She doesn't get a paycheck. Today, you can go to our website, 8daysofhope.com. Go to the missionary page and look for Lacey Ames' picture. Click on it. It will take you to a link where you can donate to Lacey, and you get a tax-deductible receipt. Mm-hmm. And today, anything that is given the next couple of days, this other donor is going to donate up to $1,000. And so if you can give $50 a day or $100, it turns into 100 or $200. Absolutely. If you give $500, it's going to turn into 1000 just like that to help out Lacey. And this is the perfect time mm. for people to sow into a brand new missionary's journey. Because, Lacey, I think you shared with me the other day, um, and because you put this out on Facebook, I'll go ahead and say this because I consider that somewhat <laughs> public. Right now you have seven people that are, are supporting you monthly, and most of them are family members right so here mike is a person mm. who stepped out with seven donors and i don't know if it's for 25 a month or 50 a month or 100 a month but even if all gave 100 a month that's seven you can't live on seven and so today please mm. if you're listening today you're driving down the roads in ottawa kansas or buffalo new york or toronto canada or, or down in in, in uh, memphis tennessee would you consider making a donation to Lacey Ames to support her? Again, go to the website, 8dayshope.com. Click on the missionary page. Click on Lacey Ames' bio or picture and make a donation, and that's going to be doubled um, up to $1,000 to help her out. So, Lacey, you didn't know that, did you? I didn't. That's amazing. I told you, God just takes care of anything I need. He does. Mm. Go ahead, Mike. You had your hand up. Well, <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking to... The listener, as you donate, yes, you're helping her financially, but you know something? You're encouraging her faith. Absolutely. You're building her faith. And that's what this young lady did. She stepped out in faith. Support her faith. And uh, so that's just a little extra challenge to donate. <laughs> Lacey, you're going to help with the Safe Harbor Project in Ohio, I believe, right? It's a six-month project, the largest facility in the Northeast for children rescued from trafficking. Will you be up there at all? I will, well, probably more than one. Yeah, that, and so again, donors today, if you sow into this ministry of Lacey Ames, you're going to be a part of that project. So again, I don't want to harp on this too long, but it's pretty important. I don't want her not to raise at least $1,000 oh, so yes. she can get this match because, you know, it is a match. But again, um, just hearing that, Lacey, what goes through your mind knowing that someone out there loves you, wants to remain anonymous, and wants to uh, help support you in what God's called you to do? It's humbling because it's really hard. Um, it's hard to ask people to take care of you. Um, I'm going to cry a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, as an independent person, that's where God is really working on me. Mm-hmm. Sorry. No, Lacey, you're, you're a giver, and sometimes it's hard for givers to receive. Definitely. And, Definitely. You know, Mike and I like to think we're givers. We, we try to give. And, and so sometimes when someone surprises you with 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 a token of, of love or appreciation, it's hard. But, but again, 
you know, Lacey is one of 18 missionaries. Find yeah. a missionary on that sure. page. Find a family and just do something monthly to help them mm-hmm. to uh, to do what they do. And Lacey, I love your heart. Uh, I know you well enough know now to uh, just so thankful that you're part of that Eight Days of Hope family uh, as we move to 2023. Let's change gears a little bit, Lacey, all right? So I'm, I'm wiping away my eyes, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Lacey, um, you're, you're a single female. Um, mm-hmm. You weren't a licensed contractor. You were a teacher. Right. And you're going to actually substitute teach from time to time to kind of bridge the gap financially. And, you know, whenever God allows you to open up that door and you're not traveling with the ministry. But speak to the women out there who hear about this ministry of Eight Days Open. They wonder, is there a space for them? Is there a spot for them? Speak to that person. Um, one of the best things that I've actually gotten from this is community. And so, like, tonight um, I have a Zoom call with, I think there's six of us, six single females that we go and serve, and we, we try and serve together a lot. But we're from all over the country. Nobody is from my town. And um, we, we support each other. We hold each other accountable. We pray with each other. Um, and we serve together. And I didn't know these ladies before I started Eight Days. Um, but they are my sisters now. So um, that is something that you get when you serve with Eight Days. You get sisters and you get brothers, you get moms, um, and you get dads and new uncles and yeah. all kinds of stuff. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's amazing the community that you get. Um, you have no choice because they're going to be your family. <laughs> you know, and that, that's a great point. I remember two, three weeks ago, we had Hannah Fletcher on and she called you Uncle Mike. I mean, she's been yeah. seeing you for years and, sure. and and to her mind, even though you're not blood related, you're Uncle Mike to her. And that's what happens yes. uh, when you serve Lacey. And I know some of the ladies, I, I just stumbled and heard recently about this group that gets together. This is like hashtag power team because those people on this call, Mike, you and I could leave tomorrow, eight days hope. Sure. They could lead this ministry. Sure. They're amazing young ladies. Um, thank you, Lacey, though, for speaking into that to those out there serving. Lacey, how, how as we wrap up, how, how can we pray for you? How can Mike and I and listeners out there come alongside you personally and maybe the other missionaries? Um, I think uh, one of the big things is uh, God's really working on our faith um, to be able to just say, here's my entire life um, and do with it what you will. That And that's, it's different. Um, I don't want to say it's hard because it's becoming easier and easier, um, but it is different than what I'm used to. So um, that's one thing that God's teaching me and that I could definitely use prayer for as I continue to learn more about that. Um, and not that ch- I love change, that this is a different kind of change. Um, <laughs> it's a, it's a, here's my entire life, and I don't know what's going to happen. Mm. It's that control that you give over. And um, as humans, that's not something that's normal for us. Right. Right. And, our control. And, we, and so, we don't, if we don't like doing that, that makes us uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And nobody wants an uncomfortable life, no. right? No, no. <laughs> so that, no. Was, that was Jesus' whole life, right? And uncomfortableness. So we're, I guess it's molding us more 
to be like him um, and to and to live like he did. Amen. So, well, don't li- definitely something to prayer. Okay, we need prayer for. Amen. We will do that. Mike, I'm going to ask you to pray. Don't leave Lacey because we want to make sure you give out your website. She actually has a website, Mike. People can follow her as well. But Mike, would you would you pray for Lacey Absolutely. Uh, during, for this journey? Father, I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you for once again um, encouraging us in our faith to, to see a uh, a young lady step out in faith and I pray for her faith the strength of her faith I thank you that she took that step and that she'll continue to bring people into her life whether it's uh, encouragement or finances that will take that faith and continue to bring it to uh, another level and as she goes with these many changes who likes change but God you can show her and you will how to navigate these changes so at the end of the day when she lays her head down on her pillow she has a peace and a confidence that her God's taking care of her because she's answered the call Bless her physically, financially, spiritually, in every way, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And again, um, today's February 18th. This is the day the, the show is airing. And so for the next week, if you go to the website, com, click on Missionaries. Do that today so you don't forget. Find Lacey Ames' picture. Click on it. And you can make a donation. It's tax deductible. And become a monthly partner. I mean, yes, one-time gifts are very appreciative, especially with this match, more in a minute. But become a partner, just even $25, $50 a month. Find a way to somehow do something to come alongside. Mm-hmm. It could be as simple as $15 a month and be, be a prayer warrior. I know Lacey would welcome that. Lacey, I know that people can give that way, but you have a website. What is the website address? All right, so... My website is my name, Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y, dash Ames, A-M-E-S, dot epistle dot org. So, so Lacey, dash Ames, dot epistle dot org. Lacey, slash, not slash, Lacey, dash Ames, A-M-E-S, then a dot, epistle dot org. And you have a blog and some pictures and things on there as well, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a running newsletter, update, nice. request things we've done and and then there's a giving link as well cool and if they give there does that go to the gsn site that you're collecting money at yeah okay so again here's the deal Lacey. uh you have to text me you have my number by by next saturday february 25th or earlier and say steve i've raised a thousand dollars and the minute you do that Lacey, uh this donor is gonna send you another thousand dollars so you can double your money out there, donors, and this is the day to do it. Lacey yes. Ames. Go to lacey-ames.epistle.org or 8daysofhope.com. Find the missionary tab and go to Lacey. Lacey, we appreciate you so much. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You're, you're, you're amazing. I tell you, I have three daughters. I feel like I have ten. You know, when I throw Chandler in there and, and Hannah Houghton and, and you know, all oh, these, yes. Reagan, I mean, I mean, I, I love all these young ladies. I consider them like daughters. Sure. But Lacey, you're an amazing young lady and you inspire me. Mm. You really do. And so thankful for who you are in Jesus. Thank you for your obedience. Thank you for your step of faith. And I know, Mike, you, sure. you, you would come right alongside those comments. I'm agreeing with everything you said. And, and Lacey, thank you for encouraging my faith today by seeing a young person step out in their faith. You're encouraging my faith today. Thank you. Thank you. That's something we need, though. We need younger people to step up and um, uh and serve with us at eight days. We have we we have a good bet, but we need more younger people to come and 
and and take that step of faith. Just, I mean, serve for a weekend, serve for a week. Um, that it's very fulfilling. Our rebuild trips, any age can come. All the other trips are 18 and older. That's the rapid response. I think, actually, Mike, we just were modifying that as we speak on rapid response down to 16. Okay. So uh, we'll have more on that on next week's show. We're going to talk a little bit more about a rapid response. But, Lacey, thank you so much. Now, you send me a text the minute that happens, um, and I'm praying it does, so we can uh, very quickly contact and do another donation. But God bless you, girl. We appreciate you. We'll, We'll be praying for your journey. Thank you. All right. Take care, Lacey. Bye-bye. Lacey Ames. Again, go to 8dayshope.com. Click on missionaries, go to Lacey Ames, or go to her website, lacey-ames.epistle.org. Mike, she left a teaching job. Mm-hmm. Now, most teaching jobs around America, you do get some nice benefits. Yes. Again, depending where you live. I, I get that. Mm-hmm. But she went into the unknown. <laughs> she has seven donors right now, and yet she hasn't wavered a bit. Mm-hmm. Now, again, even if they each gave her $100 a month, and that's a lot of money, I get it. That's like $8,000 a year. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm hoping today that she picks up three, four, five, ten Absolutely. donors. I mean, gosh, come on, church, we yeah, can do this. And, and, and not just one time. Commit to a monthly, yes. you know, a monthly donation to her. I mean, Steve, doesn't it doesn't get any better than this. No. Don't, 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 don't we always say we need... We, we desire to have younger folks we get do. involved and, and start their journey. Yep. This is it. This is it. It's beautiful. You know, out of our 208 volunteer leaders or leaders, I think about 25 are under the age of 30. And, okay. and I'd love to see that double for next mm-hmm. year. And so sure. you're out there. You're in college. Um, we need we need volunteer leaders. You, don't have to, you only have to serve a week a year. Come serve with us a couple times and let us get to know you. You get to know us. But, yeah, we, we need to continue to see that group grow Absolutely. as well. Hey, want to thank some of our national partners. So appreciative of Barnes Crossing Auto Group based in Mississippi. They have uh, auto sites in many different states down south. Love the guys, uh, Joe and the team down there at Barnes Crossing Auto Group. Thank you, guys guys so much also want to thank uh, one of our other national partners and uh, that is um, our savior's church in lafayette louisiana they have camping campuses in multiple cities in louisiana uh, love pastor josh belt pastor jerry uh, 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 jacob arenza and, and so many others so many great people partnering with eight days of hope thank you so much mike we literally have 30 seconds what do you remember from today I remember that uh, a young lady stepped up and set an example for this younger generation. Mm-hmm. And I'm so proud of her and so glad that God is at work in our in our younger generation. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Lord, for Lacey and the missionaries serving with ATS Hope. Keep them safe. Provide the resources they need. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. That was a short one. Short ones are good, too. All right. God hears it. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Steve Tiber, hanging out with Mike Fiel. Please join us next Saturday here on Hope Reigns. It's a broadcast of Eight Days of Hope. Thanks for listening to Hope Reigns from Eight Days of Hope. Come back next week for more God-sized stories from across the country. To listen to this or a previous episode of Hope Reigns, please visit our show archive at 8daysofhope.com.